welcome to the 12th episode of the Radiant Black podcast. This is a podcast focused on the Radiant Black comic book series by Kyle Higgins, Marcella Costa, Becca Carey, and Michael Basudo. I'm joined today by my friends Radiant Matt and uh, Ali. How's everyone doing today? Uh, pretty good. I'm all uh, cried out after this issue. This was like the saddest comic I've ever read. Like I needed to be checked into a facility after that shit. Yeah, yeah definitely. It was uh, it was emotional. It was it was definitely a good read, but it was emotional. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we 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 knew we had to expect something, you know, with that kind of cover. A homage, of course, to um, I believe an Ultimate Spider-Man cover, and um, I haven't really read that series, but I've seen some chatter about it on Twitter, and I've seen some comparisons of the uh, cover done by uh, Black Ground Comics. So shout out to him. Uh, but yeah, no, it's been an amazing issue. That cover is gorgeous. That white cover. I feel like <laughs> I feel like it's gonna be hard to find in like a perfect grade because of the color rubbing and stuff. But yeah. uh, but I don't care. I think it's gorgeous. I like that you get a peek at like Marshall's big old butt, you know, like it's like a very like Nightwing-esque uh, kind of tribute, you know, like Nightwing's known for having like the best ass in comics. And I just feel like Marshall's given him a little bit of a run for his money. So, yeah. Um, one thing I'm going to note is that, uh, first of all, really cool title, Life and Times. <laughs> um, and one thing I noticed that the colorist for this issue was not Natalia Marquez. It's actually Marcelo Costa. And then the artist for this issue is good old Eduardo Farigato, who's actually also recently done another awesome comic that I highly recommend checking out called Last Flight Last Out. Last Flight Out. Yeah, yeah, it's super cool. Yeah, focused on a, uh, a scientist named Dr. Uh, Kaywood and his daughter, Sarah. And basically, you know, there's, he's designed these ships to haul ass you know everyone off earth because something's some apocalyptic shit's going on and they got to get off and uh, you know his daughter goes missing so he has to find her before all the you know the ships are going to launch forever and they won't have a chance to get off earth so it's pretty cool and one thing that i really like is i think eduardo uh Farigato's art is really emotive i think his like facial expressions they have a lot of emotion like just conveys a lot so you see there's a lot of like intense <laughs> intense like, father-daughter moments it's almost like the last of us kind of situation in this comic book so if you like that kind of stuff check this out it's really well thought out and like they do a lot of like the pages interspersed with like documents and stuff like that kind of reminds me of like house of x and stuff like that and the x-men run but damn it's really well done and uh the lead always reminds me of nick cage for some reason i don't know if it's his face or what yeah definitely and you know i it's nice to see uh some fire from Dark Horse, so yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm always a fan of Dark Horse. But yeah, moving on, like th- this was quite the issue. Um, we start, and, and one thing that I, I don't know if this completely changes my perspective on things that we saw last issue, but it's weird that the last issue was called 001, and then we, introdu- we were introduced to 001, like the, uh, the glitch guy, and then this issue just starts with 002. Like, was that, like, is that, like, was that all one day of Radiant Black? Like, was that everything that happened before it was one day or something? Because I'm, like, confused by that. Or is this just that's, day two? Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Because, like, basically, like, one day passed. I don't know about time zones and stuff like that. But, yeah, for our characters, we had uh, – this was the biggest time jump of the series as well. But basically, like, issues, like, what, like, four, five, 
seven and eight all took place over one day. That's that's quite a lot going on. So wait, wait, wait. I, I guess this would be day two since Nathan's been hospitalized, right? Yeah, like that's what. Yes, yeah, okay. yes, okay. yes. Okay. not since like issue one. No, yeah, since, yeah, 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 yeah. But what what's really funny is like okay, we you know we're on page one right now, and it opens zero zero two. We're in Lockport, Illinois. Gorgeous shot, really beautiful colors. And, you know, the first thing you notice is uh, Marshall sitting on his bed, you know, a little bit moody. And, you know, you see the typical controller, which makes a lot of sense. The shoes near the bed, to me, doesn't make so much sense. But, uh, you know, I, I'm get, we're getting the sense that Marshall's a no-fucks-given kind of guy. But the sock! I have questions about the sock. <laughs> like, why is it there? <laughs> But, uh, okay, yeah. The less we ask, the better, I think, about the... I mean, at least he showered right after, so... You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) Like, so, yeah. But, uh, yeah, we get all good old Marshall and Cheerios, and I I appreciate a man of fine-tasted culture, because, you know, Cheerios are bomb. And then, of course, uh, the next moment of fine-tasting culture, with the puff puff in the morning. Very interesting. First time time we see someone get stoned on Radiant Black. There's been illusions. We've talked about the edibles. But, of course, if he works at the shop, he's got to have some expertise. Bro, this is just clerks, bro. He's just clerks. That's what it is. He's really just studying for work. (laughs) If he's going to recommend stuff to the people at work, it's his job to know the products and know exactly (laughs) what mind space if we're going to make these recommendations. So, really, he's just really dedicated to his job. Yeah, and then we get some douchebaggery from – from you know the kids i'm assuming who go to school there and you know they seem like much younger kids based on the way they talk and one thing i really appreciate about these uh these pages in particular is that the the kids actually talk like kids today you know what i mean like 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 that actually matters i don't know like that really adds to the feel of the series when you're reading something in the modern the contemporary or contemporary context and then like they they actually it sounds like how people talk today i feel like that makes it feel like more like you know it's it's awesome like i don't know so that was cool and uh, yeah it's just funny to, <laughs> to hear the way that uh, he responds to them i i honestly i got i kind of appreciate that because fuck that how know? did they know his name how did they know his name? like this, ha- this must happen I, all I, the time. I, I, i'm assuming i don't know like that's the thing like i'm assuming I mean, this looks like happened. a daily occurrence you know yeah yeah <laughs> they like walk by his house he's smoking a j outside they fuck something must have other. happened within the neighborhood for him to be kind of like like experiencing that daily do you know what i mean like yeah. people must know shit about him like but he's i mean grieving, right like you know yeah. think about it too it's a, if it's a small town and he grew up there and he went to probably the same middle school high school whatever you know people people know each other in these kind of places true and marshall's yeah. not the kind of guy that lives in a neighborhood and goes by unknown right he's such a yeah. big personality that people would know marshall yeah definitely yeah so anyway we get him you know it was classic uh jacket i feel like this is his uniform at this point like this is mm. his get up he basically I, I like how he kind of looks like jughead a little bit like but he's also got a little <laughs> bit of dick grayson in him like he really does like i, I really i'm saying that like seriously like i really like that look but, like uh, jughead act like pothead that's that's his <laughs> yeah, yeah it's good stuff but uh well yeah uh, i was waiting for the because you know i felt like when we first saw the introduction of the you know the circle guy news i'll call them or you know our, our friend like, our good uh, our good I wouldn't say friends, but, you know, our, we admire them. Uh, you know, awesome, invincible podcast folks who are now CGN, yeah, uh, in, in this context. And, we, you know, we knew they were going to be part of we're, They were going to be a big part of this comic book series moving forward because of their introduction. And in, uh, was it like issue five, right? Issue four or five? Yeah. Five, I think. Yeah. So, five, yeah. yeah. So 
I was wondering when they were going to get back to this. And then there were other elements that we've been talking about, other issues which we're going to get to later uh, that, you know, get revisited in this issue. But uh, yeah, so we see we see them on the uh, on the screen. We see that people are watching them. And is is that his mom or his co-worker or who's that? Like, That's his co-worker. Okay, so he lives with his co-worker. Or, uh, that's, the, that's or, at no, the, that's they're at the shop. Yeah, they're at the. Oh, they're at the shop. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he lives on his own. There. Okay. So yeah, that his coworker and yeah. So they so his coworker watches Circle Guy News and that agrees that they make a lot of great points, which I think is hilarious. But uh, you know, we can tell. It's like that, if you're Peter Parker at work, it's always like you know that J. Jonah Jameson. He's writing about that Spider Man or whatever. <laughs> it's same yeah. idea, right? You'd be pissed. Yeah, I feel like in a way. Nathan coming back was like one of the only remaining tethers for Marshall to Lockport. Like that, it doesn't seem like he's really enjoying his time there. Like it seems like he likes the shop, but it seems like that's the only thing he really likes about Lockport. When he was and drunk that, in the first issue, he was talking about how much he hated it, right? When they're drinking, yeah, and leaving the bar before they yeah. see the radiant. But we know he's fed exactly. up with this town. Exactly. And now that the people seem to be rejecting him, right? As Radiant Black, it seems like he's slowly. This is like the buildup of him wanting to leave basically because it doesn't seem like he's accepted here but you know he's he, you could see that he's hanging on that to that tether right to the nathan tether because he's going back to the uh, gold cross hospital in the next in the next page right and he's revisiting uh, nathan and you could tell that he's been revisiting in the way that the page is structured and it's written that he's been revisiting nathan every day and that he's been talking to him and keeping him updated every day you know yeah this is like the first or second visit right here and he's in denial right like he's singing like you know like oh they've got like the new speakeasy is going up we're definitely going to flip and break every every uh lamp and whatever in there to see what secrets there are and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and he's talking about cow like you're just that's what they bond over right we see the flashback later on when they're kids it's like oh this is the thing that we grew up with and you know he's saying like oh i'll wait and i didn't read your chapters and stuff like that he's trying to support nathan's work like they're good friends that kind of bounce ideas off each other and he's saying like oh i haven't got a chance to but like you know, uh, we'll read it. Uh, I'll read it when you uh, wake up so I can give you notes like he's trying to help him. He's in total denial now. He thinks Nathan's definitely coming back. Yeah, and it, it's you can tell like within each day, like we see that this is the this like this is the basically the end of 002, right? Because we're going to go on to 004 next. But you could tell here he's still like somewhat positive. He's like, you know, we're going to hang out all the time, dude. Same as before. Nothing's going to change. And then 004, the same Even the, even same the process. parents, too. The parents look pretty, yeah. like, yeah, they look like, pretty they're, they're, yeah, happy right they're, there. They're smiling. Yeah. He's hanging out with his friend, you know. He's not yeah. going to be alone. There's still yeah, going around. Yeah. yeah and this is a moment. Like, they've seen these two grow up together, presumably, as well. They know Marshall really mm-hmm. well. And they're thinking, like... Uh, like you just you know that like Nathan's got someone that's there for him, you know, and it's it's this is the beginning of this is the first chisel in the in the stone, right? Where before this issue just makes you crack. Yeah, and then next we've got you know the same thing. Like zero zero four, we can tell that it's been somewhat of a routine at this point. He wakes up in the bed. This time there's no sock, thankfully, <laughs> but uh, you know there's a shower, Cheerios, puff puff. Uh, I I find this puff uh, this morning puff thing interesting, uh, but. Uh, uh you know so all i i love this when he's just like oh it says the like marshall this is my favorite part of him like shitting on these teens just going like oh it says the virgin graduating into a false economy and then uh the guy calls him a cuck i mean people say cuck all the time now so i mean it only makes sense for him to be a comic 
And I love yeah. it. Like, it's like, sorry, I couldn't hear it with the sound of everyone skipping your Instagram stories. That's fantastic. And my favorite part, yeah. probably my favorite line of the episode is like, hey, there's a new TikTok challenge you should check out. It's called Go Fuck Yourself. Like, beautiful. <laughs> Chef's kiss. Thank you, Kyle Higgins. Yeah, it's good stuff. It's like I feel like this is like somewhat of a social commentary a little bit. No, I'm just kidding. No, but uh, seriously, it's pretty funny. And uh, yeah, I mean, just highlighting some of the more ridiculous things that ha- that have happened over the last few years. And come on, like if you can't see the humor in this, then you've not you've got no sense of humor. So uh, yeah, but you know, back to the routine. So it, it's the same, right? Like he's just there's nothing changed. He's just going back to the hospital. Like just telling him more about what's happened. But it's pretty much the same thing, right? Like. Well, he, he says in the hospital, yeah. nothing's going to change. And then we get Groundhog Day, right? He's literally repeating the same day and he's yep. just stuck in this rut. Yeah. And then so he goes back for the second day and, you know, he's been talking to uh, Nathan. And again, we see that Mr. Burnett is there. So but this time Mrs. Burnett isn't there. So maybe, you know, we're starting to see positivity waver a little bit. But uh, Mr. Burnett's there. And, uh, you know, yeah, he's talking to Marshall about the store, you know, they just make some small talk. And Mr. Burnett's like a homie because we could see here that he also inspires Marshall. So this I feel like this is a pretty small moment, but it's important. Like he's just telling me, yeah, you know, customers don't get it these days. They want I I don't know. This I feel like like Kyle Higgins saying some shit, too. It's like customers these days just don't get it. They want new and different, but also familiar and comfortable. And God forbid you don't give them what they think they want on their timeline. <laughs> it's like, true, though. People are eager or people don't always try something new and then they regret it. Like, Bash, you always recommend comics to me. And then like a few months later, like, dude, yeah. I checked out this awesome comic. Like, yeah, I recommended that to you three months ago. It's yeah. really good. So, yeah. I don't I don't mean it like that. I just mean like also there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of, you know, we're looking at people who are constantly like. Like, for example, the other day we got this amazing shout-out to the entire Radium Black team, shout-out to Michael Basuto, shout-out to Circle Guy News, Kyle Higgins, everybody involved. Uh, there's probably more people, so. But then we got this amazing merch drop, right, on the website. We got some clothes. We got the Radium Black box with some surprise goodies, including a Radium bath bomb. I mean, dude, that's just amazing. They're little Radium cosmic bath bombs. Like, come on. How doesn't get better than that? Literally. And they're tobacco and bay leaf. Like, come on. Oh, my God. That's classy as fuck. But anyway, we're going to move on. Um, the, the thing is, they launched this amazing merch drop. And immediately, uh, you saw some people who were like, obviously, there's a lot of people who are excited. And that's amazing to see positivity from the community. Though I, mean, I know the bath bomb sets in the box itself was very limited. I got one. I know you got one. I know. Uh, I don't know if you. <laughs> I know one of you My got My baths are going to be yeah, yeah, I, I got one. Too. Sorry, guys. No, yeah. just kidding. But yeah, soon, living soon, in Canada, yeah. that's my curse. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I had to find a way around that. But yeah, we got lucky. But uh, anyway, thing is, a lot of people got some of those. But some people were like, oh, I just want an action figure or this or that. Guys, those things are going to come, okay? Like, give it time. Like, this thing just kicked off. We're literally, literally, this issue nine just came out. <laughs> like, it's easy like, to get think t-shirts about, going then. Like, how, what series do you know with nine issues that has an action figure? Like, please tell me. Like, please, I want to know. Like, seriously, what issue? What, what is this series that has nine issues that already has an action figure? But when the oh. action figures come, there needs to be a Hawaiian shirt one with the Radiant Black Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. my favorite. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're going to get, get to I know, that. I know, I know. That, that threw me back straight to so many different Spider-Man. Felt like comics. Deadpool or like, something. Or Deadpool. Yeah. Because they've both done shit like that, to be honest. Even Venom, to be honest. But anyway, that was amazing. But... Wait, but my point is, guys, we're just nine issues into a series. It's fresh. It's new. We're not going to get action figures nine issues in. Like, it's it's like, <laughs> like literally give it time. There's literally no content yet. Like, yeah, we, we have a lot of stuff. And I don't mean to be reductive of that. But I mean, like, 
give it time. Like, how how long do you think it took Invincible to get an action figure of Walking Dead? Like, it didn't, well, it didn't happen in the first 25 issues. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, I, I was excited to see what we did get, which is, like, awesome. That hoodie looks awesome, the hat, and all that kind of stuff. Like, Oh, yeah. Like, it's so cool. And the thing is, that's all shit we asked for. Do you guys remember? Like, we asked for that shit. They asked us in the survey. They asked us on Twitter. They're like, what kind of stuff do you want? On Discord, on Twitter, what kind of... If we were to make clothes, what kind of like images would you want? That's the stuff we asked for. You like we literally linked. I can we could probably find the thread from months ago. So I thought this, the clothes the clothes were great, but I'm gonna get the clothes later because, you know, right now I got the first thing my priority was getting that box. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> it's not just because we are the Radiant Black podcast. They're going above and beyond. Like that blacklight oh. issue that's coming up next uh, next month or later this month maybe. Um, I thought it was just the cover that was blacklight, but like the whole Sick. issue is in blacklight. Like that's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm not sponsored. Like I don't have that access that Marshall talks about in this issue yet. But well, we'll I'm telling you guys, I, I'm genuinely we yeah. Like box. we we all got those boxes because we were genuinely excited. You know what I mean? Like genuine. Like we we were so happy with the merch drop. And and I, as far as I know, all every single one of us is planning to get like some of those clothes later on as far as oh, i know definitely. i'm definitely yeah. getting the shirt like, I, i'm definitely getting a shirt yeah exactly yeah, yeah. I, I actually was planning to get the shirt first but then i was like nah i'm gonna get the box like i'm gonna find a way to get this box but i yeah. just hope i get the radiant black light in time for issue 10 i think they said oh yeah 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 they i mean it makes sense you know the shipping mid-november yeah get there by the day. end of the month yeah yeah so i, I feel like it's possible it's possible it's definitely yeah. planned somehow but yeah anyways back to the issue like when we i'm glad like i part a big part of the reason i hope nathan comes back someday is just so we get more of his dad here with his like he's nearing uncle ben levels of fantastic wisdom here and he's been around longer than uncle ben at, like as far as like living through issues of comics so i mean yeah he's getting there but i love that right. line when they're talking about you know people just want want what they think they want on their timeline and he's like well in my experience you can worry about changing perception or you can worry about something that really matters and that's right like, it's we, especially relevant now right like like in today's so context yeah out, is out there and doesn't matter you can spend mm. all day talking about stuff that really in the grand scheme of things doesn't matter oh this person said this person this is like especially oh, like oh, in I, twitter right like in his that's, case that's like we're talking about twitter or youtube now. or just social media in general right like that kind of bullshit is noise right like and he's just telling him like why do you care about that noise you know what i mean like basically the way i'm, I'm seeing is like why do you care about that noise instead of like worrying about something that actually matters and the way like marshall could interpret this is like why do you care about how they like look at Radiant Black instead of actually doing what you're important. doing? Yeah, These it's like what you're doing. These people that don't respect you, you've saved their asses. You've saved their lives and they don't know it and they'll shit on you. Like, that's just reality. But you can't stop doing what you're doing. You can't stop doing good. Basically. Yeah. So this is one of my favorite parts <laughs> of the... Oh. Uh, of the uh the return of of uh officers mills and peters you've been talking about this i didn't think it would ever happen yeah. i i feel like i feel like kyle put this in there just because we've been talking about it so much like genuinely <laughs> i feel like this is him just basically saying we're not going to see these guys again for a while so yeah like, they don't like marshall yeah, either yeah so, don't expect so like it. yeah so like don't expect them to see here like you know I, I feel like literally like literally like kyle just wrote this in because we like everyone's been talking about this for so much maybe i don't know maybe he's just like really smart and re- like remembered information too because it seems like this issue has a lot of connective tissue to the first three issues, like the narrative wise. And like the in-between was really what happened in terms of the powers, but everything else is picking up. In terms, like, you know what I mean? Like, because like we took a break when we focused on Satomi for a little bit and the battles and everything. And now we're back to like Nathan. Right? Yeah, and you needed connected yeah. tissues for this issue. You know how when you pull one out of the box and one's kind of stuck to it, it's like <laughs> I didn't even put it back in because I knew I needed it after I flipped through the pages. They were so fucking sad. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> anyway, look, oh, did you guys notice in that third panel there in the background on the marquee? It says uh, on the real world, it says cut the cord on content creators, bath bobs, buy one, get two free. Like he's oh, yeah, going yeah, to war yeah, with yeah. OGN already in the or, or CGN in the background. It's so good. Oh, yeah. And, and you know, I, I think it's 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 fun. It's it's funny and ironic that in the same panel, it's like this, the the the. The one where Marshall's saying, "Look, I don't, I don't like you. You're probably mildly annoyed, maybe." <laughs> like, there's a certain level of irony to that. But uh, anyway, so we see, you know, Marshall talking to the officers, and you know, I don't think he really thought this through because he's interrupting them in the middle of their lunch, and you never interrupt anyone in the middle of their lunch, goddammit. But uh, you know, has some very funny dialogue telling them. I mean, you know, it's pigs pretty ballsy too, calling them pigs to their face. You know. Yeah. No one ever accused of pigs rolling shit. No one yeah. ever accused them of having taste. Like at that point, like he could justifiably just like knock Marshall out, or he's like, "All right, get get in the car." But no, like, Mar- and he could have said like, "Guys, I screwed up." But Marshall's, you know, Marshall's already snarky as is, and he's going through the trauma of potentially losing his best friend while getting these new powers. So he's not really in the like amicable mood at this point. Yep, and uh, you know he he asks them for some help and asks, you know says he'll help them get their promotions or whatever, but they're just like nope, <laughs> not interested. So call us if Nathan wakes up. <laughs> yeah, so we might not see those guys for a while because they're clearly not interested in working with Marshall. But uh, the next page is one of my favorite uh, panels here, you know, we're at day sixteen and <laughs> Rainy Black does this really cool thing. Case. Yeah, like that, like first of all, it's pretty cool that he can do that. But uh, anyway, he just uses this like radiance you know i don't even know what that is like like i don't know but he's like he's like a banner plane now basically who uses led belt buckles when you can make your own custom messages which is pretty impressive 16 days to learn that i didn't know you could write with the radiant but i guess he can write like with his ass no not his ass (laughs) i don't know what he's doing but it's impressive that ass, you know, to convey the message. But, uh, no, <laughs> really it's, it's pretty, style. yeah, it's pretty good. But uh, yeah, that was funny. Anyway, he, you know, you could see that Marshall is always trying to do the right thing here, but he's a screw up. So, you know, he puts this message out in the sky, trying to tell people that like he's sorry, but he saved the Earth because there was a guy coming to destroy it, and he just causes a massive like traffic jam. So people crash into each this. other. Not his Oh, yep, Rose. I feel like that's the worst reaction you could have had in that moment, but uh, yeah. I just noticed the hearts, too, in the banner are just, like, converted Radiant logos there, too, just to, like, push pushed in a little bit to look like a heart. Like, that's oh, a yeah. cool touch. Right. I noticed that the first time. It's pretty cool. All right. Anyway, um, now we're, now we're uh, in an important page, I feel like. So we're in day 32, and this time we're talking to his co-worker, who I don't think she's been named yet, so... We're just going to, yeah. You know, yeah, so, you know, she's asking why he has all these bath bombs and he's just like, he's going to sell them. And they're like, they're not selling. <laughs> How many did you order? I'm buried in bay leaf. So, you know, that, that seems like it seems like they've got a lot of bath bombs here. That's interesting. Marshall's uh, going far out in the school of business investments. Yeah, it's true. And Satomi, I've seen so many different artists like draw Satomi at this point that I can never really recognize her at first uh exactly as satomi but yeah i uh i love this little sequence here it was really well done where you know it's been 30 days now since you know give or take about a month since the incident and satomi's here just trying to make peace break bread with marshall you know and just doing her best and satomi didn't mean she didn't we know this she didn't mean to put nathan in this position and she's in a bad spot herself too but here she is trying to make amends and do her best yeah, I'm, I'm glad she's finally getting her redemption arc. It's probably not as good as or fully redemptive as I, I would have liked it, but 
Looks like Nathan is finally coming around. I mean, Marshall's finally coming around. Yeah, well, Nathan yeah, might be coming yeah. around too later on, depending on how next issue goes. But yeah, yeah it's true. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting because we see that, you know, she's like, you told Wendell things were fine. So it's clearly like he's keeping communication somewhat with some of them. and But not Satomi, obviously. So he's clearly still a pissed at her. So he freaks out. But she came to say I'm sorry. And then, you know, he takes her to meet Nathan. But then we get one of my favorite parts of the whole comic. And it, it, here, like, this is for me, I really understood this as a as a kid who grew up reading comics, but, you know, minus 6,547 days, so we go back, you know, years, at least, I'm assuming, 10 years or 15 years, but... Well, let's uh, not yada yada over Satomi actually getting to actually be formally introduced to Nathan, like, that was so savage, like, this is Nathan, like, hey, Nathan, it's nice to meet you, like, god damn, like, that's gut-wrenching, like, when we saw the cover of this, like, you knew we'd be dealing with Nathan in the hospital, but I didn't think we'd have Satomi, so it's not only just the sadness of Nathan, but it's, like, the grief of Satomi looking at what she's done and facing it, you know, head on. It's just, oh, it's gut-wrenching. Yeah, yeah, it's true. I mean, I, I, I had a feeling, like, uh, as sooner or later, like, she'd have to face him in some way, like, at a funeral or something. But I'm actually glad that she did it sooner because that gives them a chance to, like, heal, you know, her, her and, uh, and Marshall. So, and, uh, you know, recover from the stupidity of, like, what she did and hopefully move on. But yeah, uh, back to day negative six five four seven. Like I'm not a math guy. I'm not going to attempt it. But you it's have to eighteen years. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's seventeen point okay. nine three six years. So it's pretty much eighteen years. Yeah. Yeah. So they're like twelve here, basically ish, something like that. Preteens. Yeah, like they're teens basically. But yeah, they're saying, you know, they're talking about casting for a movie. They talk about some nerd shit, and you know, there's a lot of mention of Cal in this issue, and I really appreciate that. Someone who's just started reading Cal, just finished the first two issues, awesome shit. I really recommend it. Kyle Higgins, good stuff. Uh, and you know, it's interesting to see the way they talk about it because it's like that's pretty much how we talk about shit now. But <laughs> I love that they reference Wizard because you know, if you grew up reading comic books when you were a kid and and in the 90s especially i i didn't have this pleasure, but yeah they were basically like this you know the the price guide also speculators slash community magazine people how they kept up with comics and shit like that they're awesome like my dad had a bunch that he had when he was growing up and he just gave them to me when i was younger and i would read them all the time and they're really cool like they're genuinely cool i wish they still had them today but everything's online today so you don't need like there's a million youtubers who cover every single like side aspect like you know everything of that uh, every every part of that information so it's it makes that kind of redundant especially since like you had to purchase these back in the day but if you think about like back in the day in the 90s where the internet like, not everyone had access to the internet and it wasn't like as mainstream as it is now so this is now how you like got your dozen sites they'll tell you this stuff yeah the youtubers websites everything this press releases from like dc marvel themselves if it's big news but now you know that back then you got it from like books like that so yeah. Uh, we're still like this talking about the Invincible casting too just like oh should they get John Hamm to play Omni-Man and stuff like that like yeah, this, yeah. and just the way they talk about it like Higgins like he can make it for he can write it for the everyman but he also just does the deep cut kind of dialogue just like yeah. even references I don't get like they better do they. but uh, he, he doesn't, he doesn't like Ralph Fiennes though which I find strange well at least for this so uh, yeah <laughs> also the Roxy that's what turns out to be the real world right presumably that Marshall yeah. upset Yes, yeah, yes. It's yeah. just back in the day, I guess, it was called Roxy. Yeah, so that's a cool touch, how uh, I tried to go back and find it. But yeah, 
they're just talking about cow like you can see like that's a lot of that's the heart of the relationship the figures that they had to train on were the cow figures and stuff like that when they were just practicing their powers and what would be their last outing so even their last day together consciously uh, that we know of you know even involved cow like it's been an integral part of their lives and their friendship has been this series yeah and it, it, exactly and it's really cool to see on the next page that we get another gal reference because we get the first appearance of a new villain right day 65 it's a doppler right so like the yeah. sound dude from cow and he's like so <laughs> yeah whatever don't respect what came before cool <laughs> a little bitch toss you know just like throws him again like the fuck out of here no I, I get that like i mean first of all the doppler costume is cool as hell like i think that's cool it, it almost looks kind of radiant blackish like a little bit like like a little bit because it's presumably the same tech, right? Like these are presumably yeah. the guys from the end of the last issue that that found the thing out and the and they had like the ship or whatever. Yeah, right? that, I mean it's sixty five days out, so I. It, I mean they've it, they, they so guys have mentioned it too. Like they mentioned all the new tech that's been popping around, so it's most okay. probably yeah. so, from. So maybe from these guys. are people. It could be them, or it could be people buying the tech too. So yeah, yeah exactly. It, depends, so least, it really depends on what yeah what's happened. But, Probably uh, related, yeah. and if that's one ship, who knows? There could be another crash ship out there. Well, unless that, was that yeah. uh, uh, zero one zero zero one ship that they were using, or was that just something yeah, crashed? Yeah, they say as far as we know, Kaz said it's a ship. Whether it's zero zero one ship or not, I'm not sure to be honest. But okay. we'll, we'll figure that out soon enough. But day day sixty six, which is the very next day, we see the Dopplers back again. You know, robbing banks, so or just robbing armored vehicles. So you know, it's like now you're just trying to make me look like an asshole. But uh, yeah. And, and they, they, you were saying there's lots of references to like the first uh, couple issues or whatever, first three issues, and like the way he's carrying the bags there, Doppler. It's very much like the way Red was carrying. The, it's uh, also his face, like the emotive emotion of the face is the same as the cover where he's doing the finger snap. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah, so day ninety we get this amazing pop culture reference where we see that his uh, that his car keys or his sorry his keys have a RoboCop keychain. <laughs> that's yeah that's fantastic so you know your parents resent you he's yelling at the kids which i find hilarious and uh more bath bomb you know uh sass from his co-worker we see that marshall's on his own downing what looks like two beers a little bit depressing but that's where we see like you know as the days go by and it's day 90 but each day hopes like fading but uh one thing we don't want to is the first appearance of another villain is we get uh march uh, sorry marshall punching yeah, Marshall punching. No, before shift, we get Marshall punching this armored person, and he says, "Hey, this might be weird, but your armor's kind of dope, and it's pretty cool." Yeah, are it, we it getting a rose gallery now? Like this slowly I, developing. It, like it reminds me of Invincible in the sense that, like, sometimes you get those Invincible issues. Like Elephant Manor. Yeah, yeah. Like he's, was fighting, he's just fighting a bunch of different people, like in a few days, span of a few days, like. Or the Battle Beast issue, right, yeah. where you get like yeah. five just dropped game. on your head. Yeah. Yeah. But this was this one's like more like the span of like many days. But yeah, like shit looks pretty like pretty dope, pretty cool. No, I like I, I like that it's not just like a like a quick time skip. Like it still is a time skip, but they're filling it up with stuff. It's making Marshall's life like. Oh yeah, I said I said this was a masterpiece because it really accurately like just shows you the breaking down of Marshall like over yeah. the time and like at the end we'll see the result of that. But like he just. You know, he just loses it. You can see that, like I said, like we said earlier, like he, his tether to Lockport right now is Nathan, and like without that, he doesn't really. He's pretty depressed here. 
And this is uh, what, like five months later, we're getting close to six months now. Like this is this is now infinitely more time than uh, well, like probably like five times as long as Nathan had the Radiant and stuff like that. And now he's yeah. doing doing this alone, basically just getting shit on publicly and dealing with the grief of his losing his best friend. So this is. I mean, it's been a trying period, and it's just not just like a week or two. Like this is five months of his life that he's been going through this. Yeah, and we've gotten three first appearances. Like it just tells you, <laughs> it's been a while. So three first appearances later, and we're on day one sixty. He goes to the hospital. You know, he's back to talk to you know Nathan. Talking about more. the bath bomb. I love this part. Yeah, and he's like to the hospital workers. Yeah, yeah they, they were for any bathtub adjacent movie. Showers right. two of you use your imagination and plug the drain. That's such a mental image of just like I don't know what, like taping the bath bomb Ma- to the, the shower. Marshall's business school in effect, basically. It, it's yeah, those life, kids right? at the beginning are not getting, uh, not getting, uh, not going to be joining the business school anytime soon either. No, and uh, yeah, in the next page we get Justine, the first appearance of Justine in the books, and it's interesting because uh, I think we've seen her in the trailers. Like she showed, we've seen her in the trailer. I, I can guarantee you that we've seen Justine in the trailers before. Yeah, so. and we get the classic like love interest, the red-haired, com- freckled comic interest. You know, it's uh, a classic look. And I wasn't expecting to see her here, but it makes sense for her to show up and be there because it seems like you know this is definitely probably the most significant relationship in in Nathan's life. Yeah. I'm I'm looking at the trailer right now. I'm trying to see if we find her. I'm, That's cheating, Bash. You should have done all your research. I'm determined. I'm determined. I uh, just I bet remembered. she is. Because even uh, yeah. Basudo mentioned in the notes that like a bunch of people showed up in the trailer. You know, even now that are. No, no, I, I don't think she's there, but there's someone. Is that is that her? No, that's Eva. I think. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, I just think it's cool that we finally get her in the book, and she's yeah. you know she seems pretty cool. You know, she has a little, you know, talk, a little chat with Marshall, who ends up having to get back to work. But it's cool because we see that, you know, they, they seem to, like, it seems like he's, they're both, like, kind of, how do you say it? Like, they seem cool with each other. There's no, like. Yeah, they, no, no, but, like, they're, they're getting through this together kind of thing. You okay. know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. And, uh, yeah, so he, he just lets her know that he has to get back to work after they, they talk to him. But, it, but it's cool because she sees how close they are when they talk, you know, that he's there for him, that he's been there talking to him every day. And uh, she gives him this idea for a designated fan club, right? And then you see this little, like, epiphany moment for Marshall. So he's going to say, oh, I'm going to be late for work. So and he, she's, like, there, and he's like, yep. And he wasn't complaining, so you can see that he loves his job. And on the next page, we see that it's day 175. So a couple of days after that, you know, a couple of weeks after that, we see... <laughs> Radiant Black and his mask only, but wearing a Hawaiian shirt and uh, at a bowling alley talking to Circle Guy News. And and it's interesting because he's trying to get them to basically, you know, try to work together, basically sponsor him and shit. So, you know, he tells them this is a redemptive team up slash sales opportunity. And, you know, instead of being enemies, he'll give them access to dope merch and everybody will love him again. And, you know, of course, Bill's all like, what's in it for us? And he's just like, access. And I just love that page where he's holding the beard thing. And he's just like, dude, that's going to be, that's classic panel. That, that would be a great Halloween costume. Yeah. No, yeah, it'd be easy. Yeah. Once they sell the helmets, too, it would be pretty yeah, easy absolutely. to slap together once yeah. you get it. That, that's going to be my costume next year. Give me the helmet so I can make it happen. Plus, and the genius of the Hawaiian shirt, right? Where it's like, it throws you off because Marshall's not the kind of guy to wear Hawaiian shirts and stuff like that. So if you're looking for it, like that's not his style. So it, it helps with the disguise and you can tell the helmet says he's ready in black and covers his face. It's, it's funny and, you know, makes sense as far as disguising your identity. 
Yeah, that's true. That's good. And then we see that, you know, like, Ryan makes a good point. He's like, we can't spend access, you know. And he's like, Bell's just like, it's shit. You want us to turn coat for shit? <laughs> just like, I love Bill Riley. He's, he's always so great. But, you know, we get the classic. And this is another kind of, like, throwback to Invincible where, where what's his name? Where TJ's William. like, take us flying. Yeah, take yeah. us flying. Like, yeah, like, just like William. Yeah, and he's just, like, literally never happening. So... And then they're, you know, back to talking about the red one now. Like, he's like, oh, are you cool with the red one? He's like, and Bill's just like, you can just hover us. <laughs> like the, His face looks so funny in that battle, dude. I'm like, yeah. you know, I love, like, but yeah. Stone changed real quick. Yeah, exactly. So he's just like, it's not selling out if it's for a good cause. So, you know, he's like, how is it a good cause? Ryan's just like, an argument could be made that you're causing more problems than you're solving. Especially about the rumor with all this villain tech. So he's just like, I'll give you a percentage and follow you on Twitter. And then you can see that <laughs> that is sold. And first of all, I want to outline the brilliance of this uh, this poster slash card. Radiant Black plus Circle Guy News team up for the Radiant Black welcome box. Now is bonus bath bomb. First of all, there's the black light right there. Best will welcome me into your neighborhood, Radiant Black. So and plus a, a working QR code. code. I don't even know exactly. how you go about getting that. Like yeah. that's impressive. Like this yeah. this. For this series, I can't think of a series that interacts with the, with both like you know the fans on Twitter, but also like in a meta sense, right? Like the Invincible Podcast, these are real people, and the and the the Circle Guy News, they have their own Twitter account. Like there's like a a narrative on Twitter that goes by. You get to see Red and and Radiant Black like actually like shit on each other on Twitter yeah. and stuff like that. Like I can't. It's it's it just blurs reality. It's almost like you're living in the Radiant Black world the way they do, it, and it's really impressive. No one does social media better than this series. I mean, it blew yeah. me away. I was reading. I took out my phone immediately to try to see if it actually worked. It's kind of like a quick little intermission while I looked through the merch. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and what a way to find out. So the thing is, brilliance from the team there. But I also want to mention, uh, like, there were 130 limited Radiant Black uh, welcome boxes put onto the website. So if you got one, congratulations, because that's a very low number, and those are going to be awesome for you know Radiant Black fans down the line. Yeah, and I I love how they did 130 because like Higgins doesn't want to be stuck like Marshall with all the bath bombs, like in no way to get rid of them. So you know it's it's really cool. It's it's kind of meta, and no, I mean like it's just such a hilarious. Like it's funny in the book and they actually make them just makes them more iconic you know like i wonder if like 10 years from now if if people look back on the series they're gonna know like oh yeah there there were bath bombs <laughs> like they were real and they were fantastic oh. and they were spectacular yeah i hope i get i like i don't know i i hope they give us like two because i would want to use one and then treasure one forever one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. i mean it's cool if, man they look if cool. it's I true and marshall really ordered all these uh extra bro, they're ones, shaped like engrams they're shaped like destiny engrams bro have you yeah. seen it just it reminds me of wrestling when this is stupid like not stupid stuff but like silly stuff gets over like a red solo cup and i was like oh yeah solo cups and like now it's like the bath bombs like when's the last time like three of your guy friends have been talking about bath bombs with this much enthusiasm if at all like it's it's great i mean i've never used one this is going to be my first so <laughs> yeah, i'm excited for that <laughs> Oh, yeah. yeah, me too. It's going to be an experience, just like this issue. <laughs> I mean, shout out to Derek from the Weekly Pulls. You know, he's been asking for scratch and sniff for a while. And while, you know, Kyle Higgins shut that shit down on Twitter saying, you know, that's not going to happen because why would people people don't want that? But uh, at least we got the rating bath bombs. Man. I mean, that's pretty freaking awesome. So 
enjoy yourself a nice bath. And, you know, Marshall's been like talking about it for the, issues. In the bay leaf and tobacco or whatever. <laughs> so, you know, I, I, I just want to know what it feels like to be Marshall for a few hours while I'm in that radiant bath while you know what I mean? Because he's been bragging about these experiences for a while now, so. Yeah, just find, like, a, a TV in there and watch a movie or something. Watch Silence of the Lambs or wherever the hell, like. Uh... Silence. <laughs> Yeah, no, yeah, but yeah, it's amazing. That's your choice of bath movie. So. <laughs> that's what he says in the first. Uh, in the isn't that what like the first recommendation? He's talking about that, or I don't know if it's with a bath. Maybe it's with like edibles or something. But yeah, two twenty four. This is like a cool. What we learned is like a dream sequence, and I'm glad he's dreaming because like seven beer and he's still writing. Like that's got to be hard to write a consistent narrative on your seventh beer. I imagine. For this uh, Elizabeth Beckett story, it's cool that, yeah, Marshall mentioned earlier that he finally got to, uh, he saw what Nathan was writing. He sent him the first couple chapters, and after, you know, seven months or whatever we're at now, he's finally cracking it open and being like, I'm gonna, he's trying to, like, finish the story, which is kind of what he does when he gets the Radiant. Like, he's kind I mean, of continuing he cracks, he cracks Nathan's down story. those beers first, right? Like, look at how many glasses there's. Like, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah, it's a seven, seven beer. glasses. They're, I yeah. counted earlier, but, yeah, they're, they're dream beers, so they don't get you as hammered, I guess. <laughs> That's true. So, yeah, we I really like the art sequences and, the and like, when he's, like, trying to, you know, think of the story. Those look really cool. Like, really, like, kind of reminds me of Darwood Cook-esque kind of stuff. I don't know. Yeah. Really awesome. Yeah. Really, really interesting. I, I like the I like the look of it too, and it's like sandwiched in the middle, so it's almost like an Oreo. Really, this this page, it's really cool. Yeah, but this is where the issue starts getting wild. So here we see Nathan, and then the firestorm effect that we kind of said that we would right. Like there he is, like he's kind of showing up as like a force, and you know he's in his head, but that's pretty cool. Not as just like a pure you know a floating head, but we see like Nathan Hill as a as a like an I guess you could say a spectral figure. But, yeah, he, he just shows up, scares the shit out of Marshall and, you know, tells him that it's amazing that he thought of that. And they should have. And, you know, Marshall's just like, I got to be dreaming, right? Because <laughs> you're not, you know, you're dead, right? Like, and he's just like, yep. And, you know, you know, there's this really emotional moment from Nathan where he just tells him, you know, everything's going to be fine. You're going to be fine, I promise. And it just cuts to day 239 when we see Mrs. Burnett crying and then she's like, they're saying it's time and date 240. So you could tell right Marshall's now. Marshall's not on the porch. He's too drunk yeah. inside. He's devastated. Cause this is the day, right? Like he's probably been fearing this day would come after, you know, all this time. And now he's just watching the series as close to them and just getting straight up hammered. He's got the figures that they practiced on there and he's just wrecked. You're, you're eating sad <laughs> yeah. floor pizza, like uh, got the Hasselhoff with the burger, you know, that's the lowest yeah. you can get. That's Reality's finally beginning. I don't. I don't even think he slept at home. I think he's still at the store drinking and watching yeah. TV. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Good call. Good catch. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. He's at the store. Yeah. And, and he's got the dog there too. I just noticed. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's got the pooch there. It looks like. And he's, you know, he's, he's, he's just upset, crying, you know, furious. And then he sees Nathan again, and he's just telling him, "Look, you were right. It didn't end up being Ralph Fiennes." <laughs> like you get that emotional. You know, return to the, like the thing we were seeing earlier when they were talking about the casting for Cal as kids in the Wizard magazine. So that's brilliant. That's really, that really hits you. And this might and, be my favorite yeah. line too. Like other than the TikTok line, that like sometimes it just takes a minute for the right person to land the role. And oh, goddamn, that's such a deep line. And then uh, Marshall's like, goddamn it, that's the most, that's the most you line ever. And it's, it's true. Like it's just, it's so good. And the fact that he can see this while he's awake, like we speculated about this you know, a few issues back about how it could be that since they both sync with the same radiant, that there must be some remnants or something of uh, 
Nathan's consciousness within it. So this could be why you can see this, like how Kal-El's ship has Jarell's spirit in it, and at least Man of Steel. I don't know about the comics. Yeah, and then we get this, uh, you know, we get this beautiful page where they are basically walking through Lockport together. It's really great because it's the town where they grew up together. So they're just going if through you, all the If you look between references. that and like the, the day negative seven, six, five, four, seven, whatever it is, it's it's the opposite. They start at the shop and then they end at the bridge in the negative yeah, six, five, yeah. four. They start at the bridge and then they end at the Roxy. It's yep. nice, except this time it's just no no dialogue, just walking around. And you don't need it. Last moment. You, you really don't, because you kind of know what they're talking about already, right? From from all you know about their relationship so far. Man, I'm getting goosebumps looking at this again. No, it's it's just genius. It's one of my favorite pages of the year. And just, you can, you don't need to know what they're, they're saying. And in any other comic or other series, you'd be like, this is him. Marshall can finally move on now. He's finally, like, getting his last moment to talk to his best friend. But... As we learn later on, like, no, he's almost ready. He's going there to face it. But he goes, no, 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 I've got hope. Like, and he has this epiphany and he's going to, like, risk his life to possibly, you know, save his best friend. Yeah. Yeah. And in the next page, we get one of my favorite panels. So when I was reading, you know, they go into a hospital. There's a page where he's walking through the waiting room. And when I was reading this, I remember just looking through the page and noticing something odd because I noticed that some of these people look very familiar. So. A message did Wado for Yato and asked him, like, is this you and Marcelo Costa? And he was like, actually, it's that's Marcelo Costa. That's Kyle Higgins, you know, talking to him with the phone. And then on the left, that's him, the bald dude wearing glasses. That's Eduardo. And then on the chair sitting down is Michael Vasudo. So that's pretty cool. And I could basically yeah. just, like, cut that out and put it as my profile picture because it looks enough like me anyways. But, yeah, <laughs> but yeah no, it, it's a nice touch to get these, like, nice little Easter eggs to see the people that, like, you know, mourning their creation. Oh, yeah. And it's really cool for cameo of the creators in the comic book. I feel like a lot of people didn't notice that. So I was really happy to yeah, have noticed catch. that. And uh, yeah, just that's pretty cool. I like I I was I just love this comic for this reason alone. I love it when the creators are in the comic. So yeah, and uh, so yeah, they get to the the waiting room or not the waiting room, sorry the the, the emergency room where Nation is, and you see that they've administered morphine and that there's gonna be no pain. It looks like they're gonna be pulling the plugs. So you know, at that point, it looks like Marshall kind of breaks down and has a fuck it moment where he. Starts like you know yelling at them. He I can save him, and obviously he looks insane to everyone else because they they don't know what he's talking about because they don't know he's radiant black and he has powers and shit. So it seems just like the whole room's just gone. Like you know, dour. Everyone's upset. Like Mrs. Burnett's freaking out. Like don't take my baby. So Marshall runs outside and he's like he's alive, isn't he? And he starts you know yelling up, clearly trying to talk to the big machine thing. Uh, the big uh, radiant thing. I don't even know what it's called, right? From the one that we've seen throughout the issue. Existence, so, whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah. So in a real fuck it moment, he decides to just go home and do it the hard way. So he finds the train tracks, um, waits in front of the train, and says, you know, if you don't want to talk, cool. He's basically coercing the the <laughs> the thing, the mecca into talking he's just like okay if i get hurt i die it absolutely affects you because you know either you know someone worse yeah it could be someone worse who gets the bit yep so you know he tells the radiant he's alive isn't he's in there with you can we save him and then you get a small pause and then the radiant says it is possible you will not succeed so he says what does that mean 
And then they say, there is only truth in existence. The attempt this will come at great cost. Are you prepared to lose everything? And then, you know, he's <laughs> just like, let's fucking go. So that's how I feel the, going to the next issue. Let's fucking go. Like, it's yeah, so hype. All, like, the, all aboard the hype train, basically. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Last week we got uh, 001 and it was no time to die this week for Nathan as uh, who knows if he's going to save him. And he, we might see Glitch Guy next time in existence because he got absorbed into that with the hand into into Marshall's chest so I don't know if that brings you into existence because you're definitely not being stored there there's not enough room and those you know if you squished up against organs so who knows what we're going into next week but this week was a masterpiece I think this is my favorite issue like I can't reread it that frequently because it just makes me sad as hell but like god damn it was masterfully done it made it like it it just hit like a like a sledgehammer and it was just massively done by everyone involved Definitely, it's easily one of the best like single issues I've ever read in my life. Yep, it's emotional. It's got it's got a great build up. It's great. Yeah, um, my question is, where's Kathy? Because we saw the page <laughs> you're just talking about with everyone together. There's a woman sitting there on the right. That's looks Kathy-ish, but a different hair color. So I don't know if that's. No, I, I think that's Justine. No, on the right. No, just seems on the left. I don't on know who left. that is. Yeah, on the right. Uh, with the glasses? Oh, yeah, yeah that, yeah. Might, that might be Kathy. Sure. Yeah. Either way, I think that she's actually the uh, the power broker or whatever, selling this gear to everybody. Who knows? Because Kathy is suspicious as hell. So she, I mean, nothing happens for no reason in this series. So, like, we did get, I joke about Kathy. She'd become, like, kind of like the meme of the podcast. But you never know. Like, I wonder what the hell they're going to do with her. I mean, every other person in this panel, we know who they are now. So I, I could only assume that she is somebody, too. Yeah, so who knows? And, guy, like, this scene, like, the scene with Marshall, like, uh, with them pulling the tube out and everything like that, like, it's just so, like, it's so real, right? Like, it's so realistic. It's like, you're pulling the tube, but you're like, this is happening. Like, this is a comic, but it's like, this is a guy. Like, this is so well-written and, you know, so well-realized. You're like, oh, man, like, I can't watch Nathan, like, choke out, or not choke out, but, like, just die. Like, this is it for him. But, no, we're going in, and I just love the whole idea of, like, he hadn't read the story yet, but he dreamt it. So you know that somewhere in his mind, Nathan's consciousness is there, and they could potentially bring him back. I'm hoping for a robot body, like like a, we get like a like robot gorilla body for Nathan, and then he's like the the soul of a of a writer inside the harsh metallic body of a robot gorilla. Uh, I have, I mean, based on the preview pages that we've seen for number ten, which are amazing, I recommend everyone check them out. There, it's really hard to tell what's going on, to be honest. Like it's just. It looks crazy. It just looks amazing in every way. And you know, everyone who's already uh, read it has said that it's 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 a delight. So. Basudel says in the in the letters there. He says like seriously, whatever you're expecting, this isn't it. You're gonna you're not gonna want to miss it. And I've learned like I can kind of like p- predict some things, but this way this series goes like. You, you sometimes it just hits you out of nowhere and with existence like anything goes it's like going into weird world or something like that in marvel like you can't call it whatever like and obviously they've got an idea and a vision for existence and i'm here for it existence is cool as hell i mean just the pages they've shown is already masterpiece like genuinely like i'm not kidding oh it's just crazy i can't wait to see that with the black light just the pages they've already shown are already like god tier masterpiece stuff like crazy crazy groundbreaking comic book stuff like i'm talking like they were literally playing with the rules of comic bookery and stuff like it's insane like i can't express like how excited i am for that issue i think it's gonna be like something really special like and just look at the pages (laughs) just go look at them look at the preview pages they're insane and we're not done yet because we still have 
my favorite backstory, like backup stories ever are Marshall School of Business, and they, they never fail to abuse. And this one, of course, is just about, uh, you know, display, wanting to display your stuff and with streaming and Spotify, you know, physical media is best, as Marshall said earlier, and you want to, you want to bring a girl by to show her what you're into, and you she's not going to go through your Facebook page and see what you like or whatever, like, who gives a shit about that? So he, he recommends the book cover. And this series, like, it's not for kids, it's or even, like, preteens or like teenagers it's kind of it is really for like our age group of like you know 20s and early 30s and stuff like that just with the wording it's like oh my god is that silly damn why isn't your dick out like we're not even like shying away from this stuff like we're looking at pg-13 in the rear view here like we're really even stuff like that like oh wicked was a book fuck me now like we're getting a little saucy now in this series yeah, no, my thought, favorite part is that funny. he's not even selling the actual records he's just selling them the blank paper the bags. sleeves yeah yeah, yeah the so, sleeves yeah, exactly, exactly. The Ikea shit. <laughs> How is that legal at all, too? You still have to spend money, and you're just selling that. Like, what What are you paying, like, 20 bucks for just the look of something that you have? When Like, that's such a ridiculous... And then you just idea. have to pray and hope nobody's going to ever want to look through it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And if they do, it's like, uh, it's my Kindle cover. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> you know, oh, it's, it's so good. And we also have... Um, Marshall holding up like a Post Malone playlist or whatever. Like I never thought we'd get like a Post Malone reference in this either, but uh, you know, it, it's amazing. And um, I'm hoping that Marshall's better now once he gets uh, Nathan back or if he gets Nathan back or at least the closure, right? Like with this issue, like I was ready to see Nathan go. And even if he comes back, like I'll still remember like just this issue and just how it made me feel and like the impact it had on me. And I got to say like, just, just great. Like masterpiece. You say it a lot, it gets thrown around, but it is, it's, it's fantastic. And like, this series, like the Eisner Awards, better like look out. It, it, yeah, it is the Eisner Awards, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the same. If this doesn't get a nomination or reading, hey, fuck, doesn't fuck get the it. Eisner Awards. Who cares whether it gets Jesus. one or not? It's really good. Either way, like who, who cares, right? But like, we need awards to realize what's good. If it doesn't get an award, it can't be quality. Come on, Bat. No, I'm just kidding. But yeah, it's true. <laughs> and a lot of times, fuck awards because really, uh, you know. We know what's good. Well, a lot as of long as we're enjoying it, like, that's what matters. And the, and the reviews, if you care about the reviews, the reviews are pretty good anyway. So, yeah. But, sure, yeah. I'm no, just like, saying this yeah. team deserves any recognition they, they get. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Buy, buy all the books. Support the team, guys. There's no more late prints from Image because of paper shortages and supply chains and everything. So, if you want to really support the team, you want to get the Radiant Black variants, that kind of helps us in some way because – there's less shit to buy. Any yeah. lumberjacks out there, send your stuff into a paper mill nearby. <laughs> if you can't, just whatever you can do. No, every just sheet just of paper make sure counts. you get your, your cover A's or your, you know, your first prints. Make sure you pre-order your first prints. Support your local comic shops. You know, support the Radiant Black team and, and read the book. Pay for it. Make sure, you know, don't pirate the shit. <laughs> yeah, I feel like an asshole for getting that extra last number nine at the comic shop. But, uh, whoops. No, uh, well, yeah, I'm kind of a dick. But, like, they're still going to, like... They're, they'll do other printings of it not like second printings but will they do like another print run of these books that they sell out like with the shortage you know i mean no but i, I don't know i mean image said no more late yeah. prints if, if anything they'll definitely put it in the next uh oh, it's a, wait, wait, wait. literally 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 five minutes ago on twitter we just got a message saying incoming transmission standby for news on limited edition raiding black merchandise yo yeah it's guys. it's it, they they tweeted the next one. It's the it's the box basically. The box that we already got. Yeah yeah. They they uh, posted a picture of the the QR code from in the book and then the box limited to one thirty per customer. Not so, since the mother box has there been such hype so on such a yeah, such an we're, we're we're ahead of the game. We're ahead of the game. Yeah. God damn that issue ten cover like blacklight or not like that cover is freaking sexy. Like this series like there's not been a cover I've looked at and be like eh. 
Like they're all like gorgeous. We, we we've talked about this multiple times too. Like the cover game for Indian Black is it's always great. I I haven't seen a single cover that I didn't like. Yeah, no, I I agree. Indian Black has some of the most consistent and uh, some of the best cover game out there. My like I don't I've been really I'm, like I said this this series I'm all in. It's fantastic. I've been uh, really enjoying it. You got to get in on this. Like don't miss out because I'm assuming you know. Once series, especially indies, once they get to like the 10 issues and above, they start to, the print count starts to thin out to where the readers are instead of, you know, everyone else just buys in to kind of check it out. So make sure if you want to be on it that you're pre-ordering. It's a really good series. And mm. uh, yeah, <laughs> like issue number 10 is going to be something special. I would like, I would just like, even if you've never read an issue of Radiant Black before, I would just, if you get to the store and, you know, you're looking at Radiant Black, Number ten comes out. Just browse through. I guarantee it'll, you know, catch your eye. I'm thinking about like kidnapping a couple of my friends, just locking them in a room with nothing but reading <laughs> black one through nine, and going, no, no, no. When you're crying, I'll know you've read it, and then I'll let you out. But no. Um, and I also love at the end how we go back to the train tracks where everything all started, right? That's where they found the radiant. Like presumably, is the train not the same train that got hovered, but like that's pretty much close to if not exactly where they were when they discovered the radiant the whole journey began and it's a whole entirely new journey's beginning as we go to get nathan back like you know young billy batson going to hell that's right bash i'm reading shazam now (laughs) and it's good it's good but yeah uh no this was a great issue and it shows when you've got like a great cast of characters in a superhero comic there is minimal superhero stuff in this there was just kind of him in, in the helmet you know with the hawaiian shirt but that's not like superpower stuff he's like doing the little message and stuff like that and stopping these guys but that's those aren't the like the highlights of the issue like they're fantastic and they're fun but like the real stuff is just the character building and the world building and just reveling in this world that's been created this over just this year over 10 months you know or at least that we've read i'm sure it's i mean there's a lot years. to look forward to i feel like because they happen like one thing i guess i didn't mention earlier but i wanted to talk about more is and that you reminded me of just now is that like yeah there's the world building a lot of it and it's not just world building returning to the past but there's also like we you know those first cameos of those three villains hopefully we'll revisit those down the line right plus I remember if we look at the solicit for issue like 11 or 12, it says that they're going to fight a new villain or like some new like nerve. So it might be villain related to the tech and everything. So at least we're seeing all the effects of that. And hopefully we'll see those three villains again in some sort of small way. You know what I mean? I bet they'll make a team, right? Because you don't want it's four on one isn't as interesting, right? You need like four on four at least. You need, you know, not a sinister six, but like, you know, uh, like frightening (laughs) four or something at least to take them on. And Doppler, I mean, if these guys have had more time to practice than Marshall, who knows? They could be a little bit more skilled if they're really working at it. Well, Marshall's been grieving and watching Cal and drinking and smoking, getting crunk all day. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, it would be interesting to see them come back the same way like what we saw like invincible early on like we saw titan and then titan comes back a lot later on but at the beginning you don't see him much but then later on it becomes like an important part and he has his own storyline and boom yeah so yeah it would be cool to see some of these characters developed in that way but uh, yeah like if this was i'd say as far as like keys this was in uh, radiant black key because this had the first appearance of, like four or five characters we had like the first appearance of justine had the first appearance or cameo appearance of those three villains and then we had just cool cameo appearances from the creators of the series. So 
yeah, awesome comic book overall. Like really just cool and amazing cover. So and I we've kind of foreshadowed it and I do want to see it happen if the Circle Guy News get at least hovered around an area or like in a parking lot or something at night. I think that'd be a really fun <laughs> yeah. fun uh follow up to that. So you know it's amazing and it looks like the Circle Guy News are definitely here to stay, right? If like Marshall's in business with them, we're definitely gonna be seeing more of them going I, I hope so. I'm really enjoying their involvement in the comic book. It's cool. Yeah, I'm so I, 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 I like the frequency too. I like how it's like every few issues we're seeing them. It's nice. It's nice like if if it's too it could be too much if it's every issue you know what i mean anyway, i like that i like it how it's like every two or uh, three just issues real quick if you want to get some of the circle guy news merch that's only available till the 24th oh shit yeah cool couple shirts <laughs> you got the hat no, no no i'm just saying they, they have oh, the yeah. hat the beanie and a couple shirts yeah oh yeah sweet yeah yeah I, I tweeted at tj it's like yeah things definitely came full circle this episode for these guys like it's so cool that uh you know i'd be elated if i were them and just to be friends with kyle higgins like the stuff that they know the insider stuff that they do know about radiant black and stuff like that like oh, oh man. Yeah. i mean they're part That's of it so now cool. yeah they're yeah well they're they're, they're part of it they're, but they're, like, they're, they're, part of the they're radiant black sponsors at this point they're in the position like a marshall and nathan now, right? where they bounce the ideas off each other you know yeah. drinking and having fun like that's so cool yeah, there's a radiant black PR team now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's 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 just such a cool comic in the way that it just embraces everything. Like I said earlier, like it, it it's just so smart to have like a, a it's so modern to have you know well you know it, it just makes sense it fits so well to have the radiant black guy like oh these pa- these podcasters are doing this you're talking about me like why don't I bond with them and have them have a like an actual like relationship in the comic it's it's fresh right and it feels really cool and it feels like something that that would happen if it was happening in in the real world yeah they're good folks too and it's going to be interesting moving forward to see how that perspective informs something like um eva's background as a streamer for example because you see like this really cool variant the 125 variant for radiant black number 12 has her like in a very twitch-esque setting looking at the camera posing like there's like an alert subscribe thing at the top and it's like a very like twitch kind of thing so that's really cool I mean, maybe yeah get the gopro yeah. going and then like live stream your superhero exploits that'd be the most popular thing on twitch for sure <laughs> i think also, she just... does do that because like the cover implies that right the cover a yeah. looks like that yeah. yeah yeah it implies that she does that so and it, may, it would make sense there's so many kids that if they got superpowers they would just do that like, and with the portal she'd be the world's best travel blogger like casey neistat would be fucked right now if she was <laughs> you know if she started doing that because she could just go like oh and or just like jumper or something like that oh here's the sphinx and we're over here in nepal you know whatever <laughs> like no yeah. that's really cool also i'm just glad marshall didn't start noli fans and went for something more wholesome so that's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah fucking marshall yeah um yeah overall for me this is like a 10 out of 10 issue um wouldn't change a thing for me, oh. ten, it's perfect. Ten out of ten, yeah. easily. And uh, looking forward to the next issue, which is, which looks like it's going to be something truly special. And I think it's like, it's like, Marshall, or sorry, Marshall, Marcelo Costa probably only colored this issue to spend more time doing artwork for issue number ten. I'm assuming because issue number ten is going to be like double sized, or is yeah. it? Is it? I don't. I think so. I don't know I, if it's double sized, but it's a it's lot. not double sized, but on. it's a, it's a lot of like yeah, cosmic shit going on. So he's probably trying to really curate that artwork, and I can't wait because I my those preview pages look amazing. Uh, like they look insane. They actually like look insane. Like the breaking of the fourth wall and everything. Like you know, he breaks the four walls and everything. Like that's insane. It looks like something. Looks like an, a memorable issue. Like truly, you know what I mean? 
And you wonder, like, how could they top this? You got the black light. What's next? Like a decoder ring or something like that? Or we get like x-ray specs that can actually like work and see through the next page and see like stuff that wasn't there. Cause like they're going over the inks with black light inks and like doing like a different kind of color stuff like that. Like that's a lot of work. It's, and it's, makes the issue like worth the price like it's not like they just like boom and we'll get a computer and we'll just slap this on there's like no like it's a lot of work and it shows and i'm so happy that they, they go above and beyond with this series oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah and that, that those ratios for issue number or the ratio for issue number 10 to 125 is incredible that declan shelby cover is fantastic i can't wait to uh get my hands on one of those yeah yeah i mean we're just gushing like uh it's great series and you know, like, you don't even, like, usually the slow issues are slow issues for a reason. I mean, people are, like, issue three was, like, such a risk, but it was, like, really cool, and it came back, and it just, like, enriched the world, and this one, there was no I, I feel like all the issues are improved through a, re- a reread. Like, there's yeah. a reason, like, he did all those issues. Like, when you reread them, like, yeah, and, and, and there's context, and that's what he said. Like, if you look at the the very first line in the letters page... It says, what was it I said six months ago? The story continues. Well, here we are, continuing. So it's like, like literally said that. So it's like, in the future, guys, one last thing we're going to leave you with here before we sign out is this, just be patient, right? Like, this is still in its infancy. We're not even 10 issues in. Like, it's still technically year one, right? We're not, we're not even finished year one. Like, year one will end soon with issue 10, you know? So, like, I, I'm, I'm technically thinking, right? When did Radiant Black number one come out? It came out February, right? February? Yeah, I think it was February. Yeah, February 10th. So, yeah, it hasn't even been a year. So relax on the action figures and the constant. Like, we're going to get those, I promise. And we're going to get the helmet. The helmet's better than the action yeah, figures. Exactly. Like, that's exactly. amazing, dude. Like, that's something exactly. you need, like, an Iron Man movie for. Like, a Star Wars to get a helmet. Exactly. So we've already gotten a helmet. We've gotten apparel just this week, just today. They just released the Substack promoting all those. We got the Radium Black Box. Just give it a few, t- give it a few months, give it a few weeks. We're gonna get more. Trust me. This is just the beginning. It's it's gonna be amazing, and we're here for it. Once those action figures hit, you know it's gonna be crazy. Like <laughs> it's gonna go bananas. So It'll those be stories that I'll, after, I'll be buying them all. Um, yeah, exactly. One thing before we go, just... Canada at that time, Kyle, fix that Canada <laughs> shit, Kyle. <laughs> there's no Canada like uh no i'm not gonna do uh south park reference but i do want to say before uh before we go uh i've uh, got a new podcast going called you two now where i talk crossovers and uh we did uh, dead by daylight for halloween it's a little past halloween but we talked about what horror franchises we want to join there so definitely check that out if you want to hear the dumbest podcast you've heard all month uh we talk about human centipedes and all the like it's not safe for work not it's probably not safe for home or anyone's ears really but if you want to hear the stupid uh definitely check that out so that's my plug. Yeah, and uh, thank you, everyone. So have a great day. Anything else you want to say? Hello. No, keep it going, man. I'm excited to see where this goes. It looks like Kyle has big plans for this. It's all very well thought out. Can't wait for issue 10. Yeah. Yeah, just keep in mind, everyone, they said that there's only going to be one printing of yeah. issue 10, a blacklight edition, and with the paper shortage, and especially... You know, Kyle, I mean, he said that before the paper shortage. Yeah. Like he emphasized Yeah, he's been saying how expensive printed, yeah. and difficult it was to print that black light thing. So now I'm saying the paper shortage basically consolidates that. It's like we're not going to get an additional printing of this comic. Probably like most likely 99% we're not. So 
if uh, you haven't already pre-ordered the Blacklight Edition, make sure you reserve a copy with your local comic shop. Because I'm telling you, it's going to be something special. It's 10 bucks, but it's going to be something special. It's worth Knowing it. how resourceful the team is, they'll make, like, a new thing for paper. They'll start using hemp or something or find, like, synthetic <laughs> paper and whatever. Like, I wouldn't put it past them with the geniuses behind this series. But until then, yeah, everything is scarce. And don't miss out on stuff that you think you're going to miss out on. These Radiant Black issues, you know, they have a lot of value now just as far as, like, how kick-ass they are. But you're going to be – Man, number one's again. already selling for like 20 bucks on the secondary market as far as yeah, i've seen a few times so it's that's it's already crazy yeah that's not enough that's not enough yeah. it's worth uh it'll, it'll you know, it's worth there. its weight it'll more than its weight in gold because it's paper but yeah uh, <laughs> so I, i'm excited for for a year or two and once we get into year two kyle's kyle and michael said they've got all kyle and michael and myself said they've got all kinds of crazy shit plans so i'm looking forward to that anyway thank you all folks for joining me today and uh, thanks everyone for listening we'll see you next time stay radiant